Hey mamas, this one might be a little longer than some of my other episodes, but it's a super important topic and has been coming up a lot lately, both in my conversations with clients and with peers. So hopefully you have time to listen in and absorb the whole thing, even if you need to stop and come back once or twice to finish it out. But today we're going to talk about how to stop letting your fear of being judged run your life. I've been having so many deep conversations with moms this past couple of weeks, my favorite kind to have, of course. And one of the things that really stuck out for me was how many of them are scared to be truthful, both with themselves and with others. They're not wanting to be truthful about who they really are, what they really think, where they feel like they're coming up short, what they want in their lives, their relationships and their careers, and so many other things. They've admitted to me that they feel like they're putting up a facade on social media and when talking to people in their lives, even the people closest to them. And recognizing that they're putting up this front, it just makes them feel even more like a fraud and a failure. So then the obvious question is, why are they doing it, right? It's because they're scared of being judged, persecuted even, for who they are and what they think and how they live their lives. This is something we can all relate to and have felt at least at some point, especially in our motherhood journeys. And the judgment is real, mama. Like, there's no denying that especially for moms. Everyone has something to say about what we do, how we act, how we live, and how we should do all of these things. Some of this judgment is really loud, and some of it is more subtle. Some of it is from our families, our friends, and coworkers, and some of it is from people we don't even know that will make random comments to us when we're out in the world or on social media. You can even see it sometimes with mom advocates or mom coaches out there using their platforms to tell moms exactly what's right and what's wrong. I've experienced all forms of this, and so I'm willing to guess that you have too. So what do we do about it? How do we stop feeling so judged by everyone so we can drop the front, be our real selves, and live our lives our way? Well, first, I think it's important to understand where this judgment comes from. Because mama, I know you hate being judged, but I also know you're human. And if you don't check yourself, you're likely out here judging others too. So let's talk for a minute about why we judge others. I think one of the most common reasons that we judge other people is because we see something in their personality or their actions that reminds us about something we don't like about ourselves. But rather than reflecting on that part of us or dropping the shame and Making a change if it's something we really want to change. We try to hide it and act like it isn't us because we want to avoid the shame we feel for it. And it's easier to criticize other people and talk about what they should be doing differently than it is to actually doing the work to change ourselves or to drop the shame about being, dare I say it, imperfect human beings. And I also think it's a deflection tactic too. Like, hey, look at that person over there being bad or whatever. And we're just hoping that putting that attention on them keeps anyone from focusing on how that's actually us too. So I think phone usage is a good example of this. There's been a number of times that I've heard a mom criticize another mom for being on their phones, quote unquote, too much. Maybe when they're at the park with their kids or at a play date or they're waiting outside the school to pick up their kids and they're on their phones. Yet some of the same moms that are criticizing them are sitting at home all over their phones and for all kinds of reasons, right? Like work, family, fun, a break, whatever. 
Like these moms might be the first ones who like or comment on a social media post like the minute it goes up. Or they always know everything that's happening with everyone, right? Because guess what? They saw it online, on their phones, like the horror. But then they go out and judge other moms for doing the same thing. Okay, so other times our judgment of others, has, it has to do with our own feelings of being wrong or not good enough. So if there's a mom out there that's doing something you think you should be doing and you're not, or they're just doing something different than you, Rather than deal with those feelings of insecurity or do the work to make it okay that we aren't doing the thing or starting to do the thing if that's something we really want to do, instead, we make the other person wrong for what they're doing. So let's use breastfeeding for the example here. And I'll use myself, right? I really want to breastfeed Maya, my first daughter. Well, I kind of really want to breastfeed her. Like the whole thing freaked me out and overwhelmed me as a first time mom, but I had gestational diabetes with her and the doctors and nurses drilled into me that nursing was a really effective way to help her manage her blood sugar after going through all of that in my pregnancy, even though her blood sugar was totally fine after birth, but that's another story. So I really wanted to breastfeed and yet I just couldn't figure out how to get it to work for us and pretty quickly I just quit and I went all in on formula feeding. And because I felt like such a failure for doing it, I was so self-conscious about bottle feeding her in public. Like, it's ridiculous. I was so sure everyone was looking at me and judging me for it. Now, cut to my next kid, and I nursed her exclusively for eight or nine months. And let me tell you what, people had stuff to say about that. Like, way more than my use of formula with my first. In my family and out in the world, I quickly realized that people were more uncomfortable with me nursing my baby, especially in public. And most people didn't hesitate to let it be known. Now, my third kid, of course, I nursed for a little over a year and I just didn't give a fuck about where and when I fed her or people were loudly or subtly judging me. But the point here is that the real judgment, the harshest judgment with bottle feeding that first baby, it was in my head. It was me judging me. And then I was projecting that judgment, assuming that everyone else thought I was wrong for it too. Having gone through the last two experiences, I actually laugh at me feeling self-conscious with the bottle feeding because now I realize that people in the world definitely seem to prefer the bottle and are a lot more comfortable and less judgmental of me popping a bottle in my kid's mouth rather than my boob. But your feelings about breastfeeding aside, I hope you get the point here, right? So let's talk about two more reasons that we judge others. And then I'll give you some tips about how to stop feeling so judged and letting the fear of other people's judgment dictate how you live your life. Another reason that we tend to judge people is because they have something we want or they're doing something we want to do, but maybe we're scared to admit it or we think it's not possible for us. And so we push it down inside and act like it's not something we want at all. Then when we see someone else doing it or having it, that triggers a part of us. It brings that thing back up in us and that's painful. So we judge them for doing it or having it, essentially shaming them and subconsciously shaming ourselves, that part of us that wants it, to try to cover that pain and that shame and to force that part of us down again. I think some easy examples of this are statements or thoughts like, what kind of mom is she dressing like that? Or I can't believe she's out with her girlfriends again and posting it all over social media. Or that mom works way too much. Or I can't believe she just left her job to become a stay-at-home mom. 
But in reality, a lot of the moms that are saying this, maybe they wish they had the confidence to dress that way or some version of it at least. Or maybe they want more fun times with their girlfriends. Or maybe they want more girlfriends. Or maybe they're the mom that wishes she had more time to work or the freedom to work more if she wanted to. Or she could be the mom that wishes she was a stay-at-home mom or wishes she had more time to dedicate to her kids. But one way I know that this is coming up for you is if you find yourself saying, must be nice to fill in the blank here. Anytime I find those words sneak up in my head now, I'm like, ooh, there's something here. There's some insight to my inner desires. Because whenever I say it must be nice to do something, whatever follows those words is something that I probably secretly want and I think I can't have. But now that I'm aware of it, I can decide if I want it for real and then go for it. The last reason I'll share here about why we might be judging other people is that we have a belief that there is a right and a wrong way to do things. And our human brains naturally don't want us to be wrong. So if someone is doing something that's different from what we think is right, we make them wrong. So we aren't wrong. So I'll use sleep training for an example here. Since it seems to be like such a controversial topic these days and people that are pro-sleep training and anti-sleep training tend to be really sure that they are right and the other side is wrong. So people they, that have one side or the other here, they tend to bash people on the other side. Like the fighting about this is pretty intense. Each side can come up with all the studies and all the examples in the world of why you should or shouldn't do one or the other. And here's my point, really. There are studies and examples on both sides of this. Who's right? Is there a right answer for everyone? Like, damned if I know. For me personally, I think there are a few things in life that are just right or wrong. There's really a gray area in a lot of things. Like, seriously, some things I have a hard line in. Like, I don't think you should hit your children. I don't think you should steal. I don't think you should physically or emotionally hurt other people. And yet, even those things have a gray area. Maybe not an abuse your children one. But there are plenty of people that steal or hurt people for good reasons. Like, I don't mind you stealing food if you and your family are starving, for example. And if someone poses a physical threat to me or my loved ones or anyone in my presence, really, I'm not going to feel bad about doing anything and everything in my power to protect us. It's gray areas. So I hold the belief that there is no blanket right or wrong. There's only what's right for us and our families. And even what's right for us can be different in different situations and times. That's the belief I hold strong to for me and my, for my clients, and I know that holding that space for them and letting them feel what it's like to be supported without judgment and making a decision that is right for them based on their specific circumstances and their wants and their needs is something that they tell me they've never experienced before, and I see how it opens so many more possibilities for them. Okay, so before I move on, let me say this. None of these examples are a surefire thing. I'm sure there's many exceptions to these or gray areas or whatever. I am not judging you, mama. Maybe you're listening to this and you're a mom that judges other moms for how they dress and if it's appropriate for them to do as a mom. And you're thinking, no, Shandy, I don't want to dress like that. That's not why I'm judging them. Or like, no, religiously, culturally, like I don't believe it is right for them to dress like that. Okay, like so be it. I'm not here to tell you what's right and wrong. 
but I'm using these common examples to help you reflect on if maybe there is some truth to them for you. And if there isn't, and you still want to judge them for it, well, my only hope is that you judge them silently and let them live their lives in the same way you want other people to let you live yours. (sighs) Okay, that was a lot to get through, but I think it's important to understand the why of our judgment because that in itself, it can stop, uh, it can help us to stop judging others and ourselves so harshly. So now let's talk about some strategies to help you live your life without your fear of judgment keeping you stuck. I'm going to break this into two parts. One is how to stop feeling judged and two is to how to stop judging others. Both of these parts are super important because if you are constantly judging others, then of course it makes sense that you're always feeling that people are negatively judging you. Like if we're doing it to ourselves and we're doing it to other people, then of course everyone else is judging us too. But if we're less judgmental of ourselves and others, it gets easier to believe that other people, maybe they aren't judging us. Or at very least, maybe we care less because we can see from my earlier points that people's judgments against us, real or perceived, are really just judgments about themselves. So, Here's some steps on how to stop feeling judged. One, I said this before, but I need to say it again. Stop judging yourself so much. Maybe you aren't your ideal version of yourself or you aren't perfect. That's okay and normal. But the more you judge yourself, the more you will naturally feel judged by others and the more you will judge others. It's just how our brains work. Okay, so how do we do this? Remember that it's a practice like everything in life. Even with the best intentions, you're likely going to finish this podcast and find yourself talking shit about you in your own head at some point today. Remember that you have a lot of practice in judging yourself. That's what created this habit in the first place. But that's all it is. It's a habit. And now you get to practice learning this new habit of not judging yourself so much and so harshly. Next, awareness is key. Now that we've had this conversation and you've hopefully set the intention to be less judgy of yourself, the first part of the practice is always to try to become more aware of when you're doing it. When that negative self-talk kicks in and it tells you that you aren't being a good mom or you shouldn't have yelled or you always work late even though you said you wouldn't or whatever your flavor of it is, catch yourself, breathe, and then just say like, hey lady, we're not doing that today. I'll throw this in here. I got this saying from a coach that I used to listen to that I use a lot for myself and and I want to share it with you. Whenever I do something that's not in alignment with who I am or who I'm becoming and I catch myself, I like to reduce the judgment by just giving a little giggle and like, whoops, how human of me. Because we're just human and that's how these mistakes happen. How human of me. Let's try again. And then I move on. Okay, the next step here is we get curious. Our judgment is here for a reason. We can use it to learn more about ourselves, our habits, and our desires. So once you get that awareness, you can get curious. Like, what am I making this mean? Is it that I'm not good enough? Is it that I think there's a right or wrong here and I'm trying not to be wrong? Is this an action or pattern I want to continue with or not? Is there something here for me? Is this judgment trying to show me a desire that I have that I didn't know I have or I feel is wrong or I've been trying to hide? Then you can use that information to take action or not. And that's it. 
those are the main steps for you to use to learn to stop judging yourself so much. And that will help you to stop feeling so judged by others. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up with the next part here that's actually pretty quick because guess what? The process we go through to stop judging ourselves so much is the process we go through to stop judging others so much. Isn't that super fun and convenient? So quick recap. If you want to learn how to stop judging others so harshly, one, you need to stop judging yourself so much. Two, remember that it's a practice to learn to stop judging others. It's a new habit you need to rebuild after maybe a lifetime of acting on the habit of judgment. Three, awareness is key. Notice yourself doing it, and when you do, stop yourself and change that path in your brain. Not by beating yourself up, but by compassionately reminding yourself how human of me and either coming up with a better judgment, one that isn't so negative, or just redirecting your thoughts altogether. Four, we get curious and try to understand why you're judging in this case and what that judgment might be here to teach you about yourself or your desires. And then I'll throw a bonus tip in here. If I really can't get on board with someone's actions or way of being, like there's nothing I can learn and I know I just can't agree with it, but I don't want to be judgy. I like to think to myself or sometimes say out loud to them, depending on the situation. I love that for you. Or I love that for them. I don't have to let, like everything that everyone does or be totally on board with it. But I can love that someone is living their lives, not giving a fuck what other people are thinking. And I truly do love that for them. Just like I love that for me. Because odds are that person knows that most people aren't supporting that and they're just choosing to be themselves anyway. And I love that for them. Okay, that is it. That's the process of learning how to stop judging yourself and to stop judging others. And the more you do this and the better you get at it, the less you will find yourself letting the fear of judgment from other people dictate your life. The more you will be able to show your true self to the world the more you'll be able to make decisions and take actions that people maybe won't understand or agree with, but they feel right to you. The more you will confidently stand in your power to live your life however the fuck you want to and care less about other people's opinions of you. Because as we learned in the first part here, under the why we judge, it really has more to do with how we view ourselves than how we're being viewed by others. And the less harshly we judge ourselves and others, making us or them not good enough or right or wrong, the more we get in touch with our own desires or recognize our imperfections without shame, the more we will be able to boldly be us and live our lives our way. And that's all most of us want anyways. Well, this is a long one, mamas, but an important one. Honestly, there's more I could say on this topic, but I'm going to cut it off here. Uh, Maybe I'll do a part two someday or I'll share more of these things and these thoughts on the socials. So make sure you're following me on Facebook and Instagram at Shandy Hannah. And if you have any thoughts about what I've shared here, your own experiences with judgment or anything else that you want to share related to this topic or even for others that you'd like me to touch on in future podcasts, you can message me on those platforms or you can shoot me an email at coachshandyh at gmail.com coachshandyh at gmail.com. I'll talk to you next time, mamas.